Hello, hello, hello. This is Ebony, and we are back for another Espresso That. Hey, 15 minutes or less with me on a topic that is trending, trendy, or something that is on my heart and mind. Today, we are continuing our Black History Month chat on, well, something a little bit different. It is called Who Were and Are the United Daughters of the Confederacy? Uh, this is a controversial group uh, through history, and I've uh, actually known a few members of uh, the United Daughters of the Confederacy uh, growing up. So I've been quite intrigued to look a bit further into uh, this uh, organization. So first question is, who and what are this, this group known as the United Daughters of the Confederacy? Well, I took this directly from their website. Uh, the United Daughters of the Confederacy, or the UDC, is an American Women's Patriotic Society founded in Nashville, Tennessee on September 10th, 1894. They drew members from the descendants of those who served in the Confederacy's armed forces or government or who gave to either their loyal and, and substantial private support. Its chief purpose is broadly uh, commemorative and historical uh, to preserve and mark sites, to gather historical records and other materials, and to celebrate historic occasions, and by offering prizes to encourage student essays on the historic South. In addition, it aids needy descendants of loyal Confederates, especially in securing education. Uh, on their site, uh, they also had like other little tabs you can do, but they, they have Why Am I a Daughter of the Confederacy? Uh, they give you some uh, reaffirmations of the objectives of the United Daughters of the Confederacy. Uh, they even have an auxiliary group known as the Children of the Confederacy, uh, which is basically young people uh, from infancy through about the age of 18 who are descendants of men and women uh, who honorably served the Confederate States of America in the Army, Navy, or civil capacity uh, with the objectives of... Uh, history, uh, the benevolence, education, memorialization, and patriotism. Now, why did I really want to dig into this group is because there is quite the controversy surrounding uh, the United Daughters of the Confederacy. Now, we knew from right that introduction that they were uh, basically founded in and around uh, that Jim Crow era, about 30 years after the end of the uh, Civil War. So 1894 is kind of your time frame that they are uh, being established. Now, what you do should know is that this group majorly sought to transform kind of that military defeat uh, into victories of sort. And so how do they do this? Uh, they had this ideology, which is purported to be uh, rooted in the ideas of white supremacy. And again, we can't forget, right, Southern states were all about Southern states' rights. Uh, so uh, basically, the United Daughters of the Confederacy uh, were basically espousing or, or putting out there a testament and ode to the institution of racism and division of this young uh, and division in this young reunited America following Reconstruction into the Jim Crow era. Uh, some of the things that you should probably know about them, right? Um, they are a nonprofit tax exempt organization um, and that they do still have some political and uh, social influence uh, just by the nature of what they do, right? Uh, you know, uh, they go and do a lot of kind of the beautification and, and upkeep of uh, grave sites uh, for those that had fallen during the Civil War, particularly on the side of the Confederates, uh, and then also a lot of kind of their uh, education pieces and uh, monument building. Uh, so What's really important to know about them is that they were kind of rooted in this ideology called the lost cause. Uh, 
this was purported to be kind of right stemming from what they've been trying to do uh, is a revisionist historical ideology that advocated the cause of the Confederate States uh, as a heroic one. Uh, this ideology also uh, was uh, kind of purported that slavery was just. And then more than that, uh, that, uh, that slavery actually brought about economic uh, prosperity. So I will, I will put in there that the United Daughters of the Confederacy as an organization did not come up with this ideology, but they did espouse it and they did follow it uh, quite closely. Uh, what's another important part about them and that I previously talked about was the fact that they did uh, put up and build monuments, uh, mostly to Confederate leaders. And so what's really important about these monuments is when they were kind of erected. Uh, majority of them were um, erected and, and, and put up in the decades of the 1910s and the 1920s, uh, which, of course, we know is and was the predominantly the, that era of Jim Crow era of terror. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, this group did put up around 700 plus monuments, uh, and I would be remiss to say that they did have some statues that were uh, in honor of some blacks. But it would be, of course, important to also note that uh, those monuments and statuaries uh, were in the form of markers for Lowell slaves which again perpetuated uh, this image of this contented enslaved black and kind of that benevolence of the white enslavers. And kind of the last point that I want to bring up about this group and some of the controversy around them is kind of the education, education, education. This group pushed in and around that time um, a lot of uh, what is called revisionist history or uh, propaganda, uh, but they actually published children's books and, uh, of course, right, uh, they also had the children writing uh, essays, uh, which had the chief uh, point of indoctrination for white Southern children into the lost cause ideology. But what is very, very important to note is that it what it didn't just stick with the white Southern children. Uh, by note, we know that some materials, right, most of those books, most of those things were usually given over to uh, black Southern children to learn and read and uh and so this is an interesting thing that uh what this i think it was more of a byproduct when you start talking about how some of the black southern children were learning from some of these materials uh but it's an interesting and important to note that uh most of these people that were learning some of these materials back then and even now uh in some ways right uh are indoctrinated into a system of learning uh, so some of those key points on the education was kind of talking about how the enslaved like the selling of this ideology that the slaves were they were enslaved sure but uh, it was more like indentured servitude uh, there was you know the, the the treatment of the slaves was very very watered down um, other words I've been hearing was like kind of whitewashed uh, not giving that full holistic picture of what was actually going on in that time Another important part when you start talking about, uh, you know, this indoctrination is that uh, this group was really, really big into banning of books and then targeting of uh, teachers that wanted to teach outside of the books that were being given. Um, this group also was among many in the South that was uh, very resistant to integration. Uh, and then even now, um, given uh, 2020, we saw kind of this resurgence uh 
of the ideology of the lost cause patriotism. Um, and again, this group might not mostly be espousing it, but it's more dealing with the fact of the education piece of some of the things we're seeing now uh, are, well, grown adults that were very, uh, were taught from these books, were taught in school. And uh, there is this, this, this real thing of, uh, that's happening, uh, talking about uh, the lost cause and kind of the downplay of what actually happened during the Civil War and uh, during that time. So this is just a, a short intro to the United Daughters of the Confederacy. You can always do a lot more research. There's a lot more out there, uh, but there is a lot of people while not a hate group and they are not uh, considered a hate group in any way, uh, there there's some things to also note about them that kind of uh, puts them in a light, um, can be considered, right, something to put in consideration about them. Uh, and so my last part about this is talking about uh, some inception quotes because it kind of, it kind of, uh, <laughs> brings kind of ties it all together um, talking about literally uh, what happened with this group uh, how important it was to kind of push the envelope when it came to education uh, and what children were actually learning because uh, now everything is of the mind uh, so here are three inception quotes that kind of tie everything together and the first quote is once an idea has taken hold of the brain it's almost impossible to eradicate I chose this one because it's very important to understand of the things that you learn very, very early in your life uh, can be lifelong in some ways. And it's very hard to break something in which you are indoctrinated into uh, an idea or a belief system. Uh, second quote, an idea is like a virus. It spreads, right? But it's also important to note that an idea can be very, very persuasive. So uh an idea becomes less about people and more about the perpetuation of that idea across a spectrum of people. So, uh, again, tap into your mind and passing of ideas is very, very important. And then the last one is, last quote is, admit it, you don't believe in one reality anymore. Uh, something I've actually been talking with my friends about is talking about things that we learned and how hard, right, I, I think I mentioned it, was how hard it is to break kind of that mental prison, right? Think about the abstract. Uh, and once you start doing that, they're, they're, you're really bumping against uh, a lot of people that want to have denial about things that might not necessarily be true, right? Uh, you start bringing in other facts, and so you have a rejection of, of facts that they might be given. And uh, even worse, denial of things even existing. Uh, so you're kind of living at this point where you have uh, unreconciled uh, the ability, right, to have abstract thought, to think outside, to um, bring concurrent and concurrent information together uh, to build a new reality. So in fact, uh, most of us live uh, in this reality that uh, is kind of dual-headed, uh, things that coexist. Uh, and it's an interesting aspect of kind of the focus that the United Daughters of the Confederacy took when you talk about uh, the teaching of young children uh, of a particular set of ideology and ideals. So this ends my podcast. I want to thank you guys for listening in. Please subscribe and like uh, and leave a comment. Uh, I am always interested in hearing what you have to say about the content. And uh, as always, I'm sending peace, love, positivity, and good vibes. I will see you guys next time. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.